welcome back to Classical Christian Virtues. I'm your host, Dr. Timothy Dernlin, as we journey together toward the good life by cultivating virtue and resisting vice one week at a time. The companion book to this podcast is also entitled Classical Christian Virtues. You can pick that up at Amazon.com or you can get more information at TimDernlin.com. If you head over there, please do leave me a message. I like reading those each week. Finally, Subscribe to this podcast, give it a five-star rating, pass it on to a friend, and we'll build this classical Christian virtues community together. Love you all. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Today we're talking about the virtue of responsibility and being responsible in our thoughts, our words, and our actions. Responsibility is linked to so many other virtues. I encourage you all to sit down sometime and try and draw out a virtue tree. If you can start with a trunk and then some of the main branches that then lead to other branches, it, uh, it can really be a, a helpful exercise to see how all of these virtues are linked together and do coincide as we seek to live out the good life. Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a Lutheran pastor who had a great quote on responsibility as it relates to action and not just thought. Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a Lutheran pastor who died in the Nazi concentration camps right at the end of World War II. If you want to look for a good book on Bonhoeffer, you can read Eric McTaxis' book and biography on him. There's other works that others have written as well. Um, he has a, a large volume, and then he also has um, Bonhoeffer in one of his Seven Men books series. So Bonhoeffer was a Lutheran pastor who died in a Nazi prison camp right at the end of World War II, and he was quite responsible, and his virtue of responsibility led to great things. Bonhoeffer said, Action springs not from thought, but from a readiness for responsibility. So he said, action springs not forth from thought, but from readiness for responsibility. And as we talk about responsibility and cultivating responsibility, many times we think that responsibility can be tough or challenging, and that uh, it, it does bring to thought things like work and jobs and labor. And if we're taking that seriously, as we should, we know that responsibility is being a, having good judgment and the ability to act and make good decisions. Responsibility is an important aspect of a meaningful life, the good life, and a well-lived life. Responsibility was one of the first things granted to human beings after creation. At the end of Genesis 1, God gave Adam and Eve the responsibility to reproduce and care for the earth and animals. Responsibility is a helpful gift that gives practical meaning to life. We don't want to avoid responsibility. We want to look to, for ways to take on responsibility and thereby growing in our virtue and in the good life. Look for ways to cultivate that also in your children, to give them responsibility and embrace responsibility. 
It's linked to faithfulness, courage, hope, and many, many other virtues. He who is faithful in little things will be faithful in much. And responsibility is, as we said, a blessing and something that was given to us while we were still in the Garden of Eden. And it's not a result of the curse. The curse just makes fulfilling our responsibilities a bit harder. So let's look at some scripture. Let's look at Matthew 25, 14 through 21. Matthew 25, 14 through 21. For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted them to his property. To one he gave five talents, to another he gave two, and to another he gave one talent, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them and made five more talents. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground a hole and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master returned to the servants and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here, I made for you five more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. That story obviously goes on. For those of you who have uh, read that scripture, goes on and and the unfaithful servant who had buried the talent has his single talent taken away from him. We need to embrace responsibility. Be bold and courageous, standing in truth, advancing goodness and beauty, and cultivating those things. Can you think of anyone from the Bible, literature, or history who had responsibility or did it well. The stories of Mary and Martha come to mind when Jesus visited, and that takes us into our vices, where we see workaholism, the vice of excess, is workaholism when we take on our responsibilities to an extreme. And the vice of deficiency is unreliability. And the, the servant that we saw in that passage was unreliable when he was given one talent. And it wasn't beyond his ability. As we see from Scripture, each person was, each of those three servants were given talents according to their responsibility. And so he was unreliable because he had the vice of deficiency and he was unresponsible. When we're workaholic, we become people who spend too much time working to f working and find it difficult not to work. Proverbs 23:4 teaches us do not toil to acquire wealth, be discerning enough to desist. And when we look at the vice of unreliability, we see in Matthew 24:5 for many will come in my name saying I am the Christ, and 
will mislead many. Don't be unreliable and be misled. Let's not be unreliable and proclaiming things in the name of Christ when when they aren't when they're only our human will. Unreliability is not being trusted or believed, not being able to be trusted or believed. When have you experienced workaholism or unreliability? Certainly all of us have gotten to the points where we have overworked and stressed because either we're fearful of our reputation being tarnished or someone being disappointed or letting someone down or simply thinking that we can control all things when only God is in control of all things. How about being unreliable? When have you either simply just been lazy and not gotten done what you were supposed to or taken on too much and been unreliable because you have overcommitted with your words. You haven't been responsible with your thoughts and words and your foresight and preparation. Do you know other people who fall into those categories? Who helps you cultivate the virtue of responsibility and sharpens you in that way? Let's think through that. Where do you fall on that range and that spectrum? Are you, are you more toward workaholism, more toward unresponsibility? It probably varies depending on what you're doing in life. I know I want to be a person who's responsible for the glory of God and the good of others, and I know that you do too. Let's go forth and cultivate that virtue of responsibility with our thoughts, disciplined mind, with our words, with disciplined speech, and with our actions. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can help build this community by subscribing to this podcast, sharing it with a friend, giving it a five-star rating, or writing a comment or review below. All four of those things really, really help. If you'd like to go deeper into this study, you can pick up Classical Christian Virtues at Amazon.com and follow along with us, answer the additional questions in your book, and dive a little deeper. While you're at it, you can pick up a copy for a friend. If you'd like to contact me directly, please go to timdernland.com and shoot me a message. I'd really like to hear from you. Until next time, may God the Father bless you and the Holy Spirit guide you as you strive to live like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by resisting vice and cultivating virtue for the good of others and the glory of God alone.